it's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for part two with Ed and Sean. You know these two. It's Geeksters. And welcome to episode 241, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. You looked a little lost there, Ed. I was trying to make sure I got the numbers correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hodgepodge, I tell you, a hodgepodge. Okay, well, uh, thanks for tuning back in, folks. Or if this is your first part of the uh, show you're listening to, uh, stop and go listen to part one first. <laughs> Yeah. Or you can listen part two and then come back and listen no. to part one. Order, Ed. We need order. That's the problem with the world of the game. There's no structure. There's a part one and there's a part two. You don't color outside the lines and listen to part two, then go back to listen to part one. That's that's a flagrant misconception. We here at Geeks believe in order. <laughs> structure. Everything is Hello, calculated. Pot. My name's Kettle. Everything is calculated to the most minute laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing on that one. That's wow. <laughs> Again, I say wow. <laughs> the Swiss, the Swiss do their times through us, Ed. <laughs> That is. They set their watch by Geeks' time. Precise. <laughs> Do you know what time we started? Not a clue. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere on 7.30-ish. Yes. I think it was like 5, 7.36. Who knows? Yeah. Just make it sure. Okay. Right. Do as I say, none as I duet. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you want to listen to part two, listen to part two. Who am I the judge? Huh? <laughs> we're, we're like uh, that that club. Uh, we're we're judgment free zone. <laughs> we are we are the safe space in your mind. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> it's a place you can go to to just get away from it all, where it's judgment free. <laughs> Opinion free. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> Just so you know, folks, here in part two, we give you releases of the week. Yes. We talk movies. We talk Hugh Jackman in a made-for-television movie. Yes. Big surprise. Yep. We talk video games briefly. <laughs> we talk Star Wars briefly. <laughs> <laughs> We we, uh, <laughs> we talk about some tragic moments yes. with, with Zack, Zack Snyder and uh, another DC movie. Another DC movie? Yeah, it's one. They got to okay. listen to what? Which one? Oh, okay. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Technically, I think two DC movies. Yeah. You know, well, Zack Snyder's one, and then there was another one. There's actually two. Yes. That's what I said. No, besides Zack Snyder. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell Ed what it was when we get down there. I know it's two movies. Okay. Yes. A- anyway, <laughs> so just sit back and relax and enjoy the show, and we'll be back at the end. Two movies. I know. <laughs> and we're back. Listen to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tune in. 
And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So, so Drag went reading those apps. Yeah. I was like, what? I'm a little lost. All right. Anyway, so uh, last, when we last left the show, Ed was going to bring you the releases of the week. Yes. Take it away, Ed. All right. The first one I have to talk about is Fist Fights coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, that was a good movie. Did you saw that, right? Yeah, we yeah. saw that. It was really funny. Fist cute. This one I was kind of surprised about. I think this is the first time it's been on Blu-ray. It's Aaliyah and the B. It's a uh, um, it's the Aquila Aquila and the Aquila, B. Yeah, yeah. It's the um, um right. what do you call it? Spelling bee movie. Yes. Yeah. Katie Palmer. Uh, I who plays the girl. Okay. Yeah, Aquila and the B. It's good. And Lawrence Fishburne's in it too. So I was right. like, you know, and I'm thinking, wouldn't that be out already? I'm like, I guess they never released it on Blu-ray because this is actually the first time it's going to be on Blu-ray. So oh. it's a cute mm-hmm. movie. All right. Uh, Ghost World, the Criterion Collection, is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. That, uh, it's uh, based on the comic book, mm-hmm. um, starring Scarlett Johansson and the girl I think from Juno, um, and I think Steve Buscemi's in it. Okay. All right. That's all I know. I've never seen it. All right. All right. What else you got? Uh, a lot of uh, these are these are old kind of movies. They're the called the silver screen icons. Uh, different actors way back in the way, day that uh, were like I, I think. Really, icons in in the uh, you know just kind of like acting gods and not gods, but like you know like the who's who of the silver screen in the golden age of movies. That's right, or the silver age of movies. Any way you put it, yes. I would say the silver age because this is probably not the golden age. Okay, or no, a, this would be the modern age. The seventies and eighties probably the golden age, and I would say the sixties and fifties were probably the silver age. Okay. Alright. Uh yeah, so uh so I'm just gonna list off the names of these people. They're all different uh ones in our best films. I don't I don't have the films here, but I'm just gonna give you the names. Uh James Stewart, John Ford, uh his westerns, John Wayne of the action movies, uh Julie Garland, uh uh Humphrey Bogart and Laura Bacall uh uh duo, Doris Day, Astaire and Rogers, like Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Uh there's two volumes of that one, Humphrey Bogart himself, Cary Grant. Uh, John Westmuller as Tarzan. All right. Uh, romantic dramas, murder mysteries, Thin Man Volume One, holiday uh, movies, uh, Broadway musicals, and Mr. Roberts. No Time for Sergeants. That was a really good. I liked uh, No Time for Sergeants. It was a really good movie. Uh, Battle of the Bulge and Battle Cry are the movies on this list. Like I said, these are all classic movies. If you want to become a cinephile, these are the people you want to kind of look into in terms of acting. They've they've Done a lot of different uh, styles and, and dramas and, and, and action movies and stuff like that. That's really kind of what you see today. Like that's what it was back then. Like how they, how, like actors, I think today kind of watch movies and they go, you know, John Wayne and how he acted in, in these movies. And you know, it's just it's are great movies. Just all right, you know, just saying. Uh, Speed Racer, the complete series, is coming out on Blu-ray this week. Go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer. Go. <laughs> Hey, monkey in trunk. <laughs> chim chim. chim. <laughs> Spritel. Uh, Heart to Heart, the complete series, is coming out on DVD. All right. Uh, Transformers Robots in Disguise Collection, Overloaded, and Decepticon Island are the two movies that are on this uh, two pack of the Transformers. Okay. And that's all I have for releases a week. Wow, I'm it sure. is a shit week. Yeah, it is not a. a a great week in terms of collectibles. I mean, there's some there's some other ones that you could be, might make honorable mentions out of. Yeah, but, but I would say most people here want the pop culture ones. Yes, like I, I'm my I do have an honorable mention just for the the what thing. 
Oklahoma. Rodgers yeah. and Hammerstein's Oklahoma starring Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's wait, like, what? wait, what? Wait, what? Like, I completely missed out. Stop right there. There it is, Ed. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> It's that a very is... young, very young. Um, uh, let's see. Is there? There's not even a trailer. When was it made? Uh, DVD released May 30th, 2017. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, hey, look, everybody. I have to look that up. It's, <laughs> it's like, shit, that's a good one. <laughs> um, like, right out the gate, that's my pick of the week on what? That is a wow moment. I mean, he's been on Broadway in the past, and I mean, Les Mis. He has a voice; he can sing. Um, but why wasn't that like in the theaters, or was that something that was done when he was young and an, an up and coming actor in Australia? You know what I mean? It's, it's... 1999. It was a TV movie. Ah, okay. That's why. That's why. All okay. right. So, 18 years ago, kids. Um, another. I would say kind of uh, a movie that I liked. I remember Tough Guys. Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas. Yes. That's where the two old guys get out of jail, and they can't really acclimate back into society because they're old. Mm-hmm. And they used to be bank robbers, and, and they, were, they try to get back into the to life and lead a good, honest life. And as, as always, doesn't work out. So they decide to rob a train. Yes. Is, you know, they get to go old school robbing of a train. You know. <laughs> I was really hoping that Ed was going to mention Audrey Hepburn on that list of people over there so that I could force you to go buy breakfast at Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Sean, Audrey Hepburn did not make the list. Sean has never seen breakfast at Tiffany's. Really? And there is a place up here called Tiffany's Diner. Yes. That when we go there, I just feel really, really cool because I get to say I'm having breakfast at Tiffany's, I, right? I, <laughs> okay. I was just saying. <laughs> Every time, like, it's okay, what do you want to eat? Like, we can go here, we can go here, we can go to Tiffany. She's like, I can't go to Tiffany's. I'm like, why? I can only have breakfast at Tiffany's. At breakfast time. At breakfast time. And I'm like, but you can have breakfast whenever you want. But it's not cool unless I can say I'm so, having breakfast bre- at Tiffany's. Like, uh-huh. he's like, well, I've never even seen it. I'm like, what? No Gone with the Wind, no breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm like, who's really seen the classics here, babe? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen like North by Northwest. Yes. Or, See, I don't even like, know what that is. <laughs> yeah, like, like the Alfred Hitchcock run. I've seen the classic horror movies. Like, I was never into the old romantic comedies of, of the old days. I mean, if, if you want to be, a, seriously, if you want to be a true cinephile, like those movies, like Breakfast You've been is- using the word cinephile a lot today. Did you do, do, do <laughs> some reading or something? What? It's like the third time. You said cinephile. You said it twice. I, 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 I said I'm like, third. I don't know what that word means. So I know I've made the, like a mental I, note that I, I know what, I know what the word means. I consider us cinephiles. Okay. Okay. I mean, we watch a lot of movies, and you yes. watch probably a lot more movies than I do. Probably, yeah. In a good week or in a good day, anyway. Um, but to me, it's like, like after a while, like you see the same action movies over and over again. It's not the same action movies because it's different actors and it's a different plot. But the beats are you right. kind of go, okay, this is where like there's a thing in Pirates because we we actually missed we actually missed the Thursday night movie you and I saw oh, this right. past Thursday. Let's get, let's talk about that because that's to me the perfect segue into this. Okay, we saw the Magnificent Seven, the new version of it, and I enjoyed it highly. I really did. I actually enjoyed it more than the original. I, I I can say I completely agree, and I can understand that. 
I'm a fan of both. Like, yeah. if, if someone were to say, if I was going through the TV and I just saw Magnificent Seven, whichever version it is, I'd watch it. Yes. Because they're both exactly tonal. The tonage of both movies are exactly the same. Okay. You know, I, I kind of, good character interactions, um, some good one-liners. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, there's even a little a couple of homages to the original. Yes. So I'm like, all right, I, that movie is really, really good. I, I yes. Think, but to me, though, watching this this new version, there was a lot of Western tropes that they used yes. in this movie that made it like it's still enjoyable. Like I said, I highly enjoyed this movie. I'm like, I didn't care that I've seen these action scenes done over and over again. Horse riding through riding through a doorway, seen it. Guy <laughs> falling off a building, seen, seen it. it. Uh, guy doing the I'm going to ride on the side of the horse as I shoot over the horse as I'm going. <laughs> Seen it, it. yeah. You know? <laughs> the, the the fact that the guy flips, turns around, like jumping off the uh, 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 whatever the balcony or whatever, and starts shooting away, you know, and uh, as he's uh, you know getting the bad guys as he's like diving away, like yeah. that. Seen, seen it. it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely like okay, we okay, we need a checklist of all the best Western things that we've seen over the course of and throw it on this one movie. Yes, you know? and they did it, and it, it was brilliant. It yeah. was, it was brilliant. It was if it took you want to see every Western movie ever made. Go see the new Magnificent Seven. It's pretty much it. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, it's really, really, it's a really good movie. It I, is. It had a lot of the good. Uh, Vin- Vincent D'Onofrio playing the crazy, coot old character. Yes, like, you know, I was. I, I, I have to say that if, if, if I just had to give awards to this, he would make Best Supporting Actor. Like not that voice. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> when you first meet him, he kills somebody. I got it right, man. Can you hit me in the head? Yes. Is that Gomer Pyle? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how she knows Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Um, so we oh, call right. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Yeah, fucking Gomer Pyle. Okay, <laughs> Gomer Pyle, right? Yeah. Or for more, more, most be recently, Kingpin and Daredevil series. Okay. You know? <laughs> All I can see is Full Metal Jacket. But every time he's rifle, this is my gun. Like, but he has this really like of uh, like. Crazy old man voice. Yes. Like, oh, I got a right. Like, I just take him back. What's mine? Yeah. Any of you have a problem? Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but he he was brilliant. Like every line he delivered was so brilliant. Like <laughs> like how he delivered it and like what like at what point why he delivered that line. It right. just made so much sense. It was like the perfect character in this movie. I like, got of all of them. Chris Pratt did a perfect Steve McQueen esque yes. kind of attitude. Yeah. Denzel Washington played, I would say, a very good Clint Eastwood Western character. Like he had, he had his motives, and then the the very end, there was it's. it's I the, disagree. Really? Yes. Okay. I mean, I don't. I I I I think he did a great job, and right. I don't think it was a not, not Clint Eastwood Western. Not, no, because any Western movies. Yeah, not because Clint Eastwood when he did it. He didn't speak too much. It's like mm-hmm. and, and, like and, like that and, was it. Man with no name. Right. And that and that you 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 don't get much from him, you know. A few couple one liners, and that's it. Light his cigar up, you know. And and cigarello, yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, but I mean, I, he did a great job. Uh, 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 fuck, Denzel. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm thinking of now. What he's with. But Denzel did a great job. I don't think I say I disagree with that, but he did a great job as as like the, the kind of leader of the group, uh, uh, you know, style. But yeah. he 
like like when you when you see Denzel, you get Denzel. It's like it's, it's not one of those yeah. actors that you like you know. And but I mean, like you can watch the fucking anything with Denzel, and it's like it's gonna be good. Give me yeah. a shit movie, but Denzel is in it, and you go, you know what? It's gonna fuck some shit up. Like, well, it, it's, it's like <laughs> he's gonna be Mister Nice Guy until until he's got to fuck some shit up, and then he's gonna fuck it up. At, at a certain point in time, I think an actor or an actress, I see it happens mostly with actors mm-hmm. that when they get retain a certain level of of stardom, stardom, yes. They stick with one kind of style of acting. Like when you hire Denzel Washington, you get Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. Will Smith, you get Will Smith. Like we saw the, um, I saw they released another trailer for the, the Hitman's Bodyguard with yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> you got Samuel L. Jackson, guess who you're getting? Samuel you're getting Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Going yelling a lot. Why? Same motherfucker. Right, and then Ryan and then Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Ryan Reynolds, the one-liner sarcastic character that he plays in almost every action movie. Yes, up to and including Daredevil, uh, Deadpool. Cool, right, like it's like the, my favorite line is that man systematically ruined the word motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that had to be an ad lib. <laughs> and it works. It's perfect. Yeah. Now, so yeah, yeah, but. Just it's such a good movie. I, I mean, like I said, I like them both, but I I like the this one more. The reason why I like this one more is because they gave the characters these seven people kind of like a backstory of like kind of knowing each other or at least knowing their legends of each other. Know so that, of them. the, the yeah. fami- of them, so you got that familiarity. Where the first mm-hmm. one it was just kind of like, hey, you want to you want to come help us, you know? And it was like, right. all right, you know. And it just like this guy's just gonna follow you. To, I got you, you know. Sure, but it was it was a good movie. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I really. I could like go home and watch it like now. Yeah, and then watch the other one too. Like again, favorite line. That was the best shot I've ever seen. It was the worst. I was aiming for the horse. <laughs> like that's a line that will always go down in history for me. Yes. You know, I was waiting for one of those moments in the in the new one, but they didn't. But at least they did the so far so good line. Yes. Which I thought was very appropriate in that in that movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so no more outside of it's a shitty week for video. For movies, yes. is there a better week for video games? Let's hope so. But let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you agree. Uh, Tropico 5, the complete collection by Calypso Media for the Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday, a Tuesday release. Then we have Aven Colony by Team 17 for the Avent? P- no, Aven. A-V-E-N. Oh, okay. I thought there might have been a T again. Sorry. That wasn't- I apologize. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Aven... Colony by Team 17 is coming out for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday, uh, Tuesday release. Right. Then we have Star Trek Bridge Clue VR. Bridge Crew VR, yep. This is where you... By and- Ubisoft for the PS4. This uh, is... Um, it's a Tuesday release. It's a... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, virtual reality. You're on. You're in J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Wars. Star Trek world, right? Yes. And you're... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Right. The only correction I have to make is that it's Star Trek, not Star Wars. Right. But you're right. James James, Star yeah. Trek, Star Wars, it fits. Right. This one is in his Star Trek world. Yeah. And you are captain of a ship that's trying to find a new home for the Vulcans. Okay. For anybody who's been keeping up in line with the the reboot movies. Okay. Um. So then you get to bark out tricky stuff and you can have your friends. I don't know how they're doing. The, it's you and four friends. So mm. I'm assuming it's online. So I'm guessing it's anybody who has this game. They put on the visor and they get a random role in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
Like fifths. I, I, I gotta be honest. If I got into the captain's chair, a bunch of strangers, I would have to do the Shatner. <laughs> I would just have to. I, I couldn't. I don't think I could be like, okay, Bob, I need you to go over there, and I need you to set phasers on. Set, uh, tor- send out some phasers on kill. Um, and Chekhov, you need to, you know, hard starboard and stuff like that. I would have to talk like this. We're on a peaceful mission. Yeah, but if they didn't get it, would that bum you out? Not at all. No? It would make me even funnier for me. That would bum me out. It would, I mean, granted, I mean, I would hope so. I would laugh. I would laugh myself so hard because right. you're doing this bad impression. Or not a bad impression. It's a bad impression. <laughs> right. It's okay. okay. All right. This bad impression of <laughs> And nobody gets it. And you're like. Wow, these are not Star Trek. Like, right. I'm like, if you're playing this game on a VR, you're a Star Trek fan. You're a you're a Star Trek you Uber nerd because yeah, you're like, spending all this money to play this game. If if I were to go, Spock, I or I were like, it's not even Spock. It's like you need to help me. And someone goes, "Damn it, Sean, I'm a I'm a doctor, not a you know, I'm a navigator, not a doctor." I would I would be dying. Yeah. Like you know, yes. it'd be just like all, a whole bunch of people just doing bad Shatner impersonations. That's the room I want to be in. Like, I need you to set a course for Nebula 1. I, I, Captain. Like, just, you know, just oh, five people just doing Shatner. <laughs> It'd be the best time ever. I'd be like, I'm friending all of you, and once a week we're going to do Shatner track. <laughs> and we're going to record it, and we're going to film it, and we're going to put it post online. <laughs> just a bunch of people. Oh. Talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. What else is going on? Uh, Locks Quest by THQ Nordic for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. Okay. And we also have Simon Knight 6 Lost Borders by Gianni, Gianni <laughs> Works for the PS4. Drink. <laughs> the PS4, that's a Tuesday release. All right, and we have Tekken Seven by Bandai. Well, sorry, Tekken Seven by Bandai Napco Entertainment America Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Friday release. Yes, unless you pre-ordered it. Apparently, at a GameStop, they're doing a nine o'clock Thursday night thing. Oh, so you can get it like a day before everybody else. Yeah, or at least a few hours before everybody else. <laughs> um, I think it's Tekken Seven. It's the. It's been a while since. It's been a while. Since uh, a Tekken game's come out, they got a guy from uh, Street Fighter to be in it too. So, uh, I, I it's a fighting game. It's Tekken. I'm sure people will buy it. Um, I think it's. I think it's like if you've been playing Injustice too. I'm. It's to me, it's like night and day a little bit. I guess yeah. I'm. I lean more towards the Injustice side than the Tekken side. Now, if you had to pit, throw in Street Fighter in there. A good Street Fighter game because this last one, Street Fighter Five, who sucked. You know, <laughs> I, I it'd be tough to pick between Tekken and Street Fighter because mm-hmm. I think they're very similar in yeah, styles, right? Um, visually differently, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's still like your train, like yeah. like where's Virtual Fighter? <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I, I, like I said, I already talked about my video game and it was yeah, Injustice, so. I got nothing going on as far as um, video game review. Do you have anything, dude? I don't have shit until Crash Bandicoot comes out at the end of June. Right. All right. That's going to be all her because I'm not a Crash person. So 
It'll be Stacy's review. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm very excited. All right, so let's slip into the news. Let's slip, uh-huh. let's slip into the news, Ed. All right. Turn the lights oh, down low, yeah. baby. What's going on in the news? If you could make, if you saw a movie, one like a one-off movie, and you can make a sequel of it, what would that be? Well, okay. An 80s movie. If I could sequelize. 80s action movie. If I could sequelize an 80s action movie. Yes. Today. Yes. Cobra 2. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's not the one they're sequelizing. <laughs> oh, we were talking about that earlier this week, her and I. Well, not Cobra in general, but the idea of the cheesy one-liners. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was like I had to use, like, you know, Commando where... Schwarzenegger snaps the guy's neck on the plane and tells the stewardess, leave my friend alone, he's dead tired. Yes. You know, like, th- those one-liners originated in those movies of the of the 80s and, and early 90s. Yeah. So it was like, they don't, they kind of don't... Well, actually, James Bond really, you know, did that Okay, one. yeah. Because he, he did that in uh, one, of the, right. one of the Sean Connery movies. I can't think of the, the movie, but he's like, she's just dead tired. He runs off because she, she gets shot in that back. Right. Yeah. You're anyway. Right, you're right, Drink, yeah. Sean Connery, Bond, Bond originated the one-liners, but I think that... In the eighties, it was staple. Yes, it was staple. You know, yes, like you know, because in Cobra it was disease. Di- you're a disease, and I'm the cure. You know, like <laughs> Cobra. <ready. laughs> <laughs> right, so obviously, I am not right. So, what beloved eighties action movie are they going to? I love it's beloved, but probably is. I mean, they're I think s- it's an okay movie. I mean, I've seen it a few times. I'm not going to say, like, I've never really seen this movie. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Oh! <laughs> they're making a sequel, and apparently Tom Cruise has confirmed it. He says it's true. <laughs> and then he added, I'm going to start, follow- uh, start filming it probably next year. It's a definite happening. Okay, um... I'm always going to have this weird place in my heart for Top Gun. Okay. Okay, because I remember wanting to see it really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And I was, she's going to laugh, I had mono that year. <laughs> and it, was bef- it was before I knew it was mono, so I was yeah. sick. And I had such cabin fever that I left the house sick Yes. Walked to the Caster Movie Theater, which was like a 15-minute walk. Right. To watch Top Gun in the back row by myself. With and a disease. <laughs> yes. Being sick and then coming home because I need, I so needed to get out. It's Top Gun. If you're a, a, a child of the 80s, I think it's a, you've lost that love and feeling will always be associated with Top Gun. Yes. Like, I believe she's lost that feeling, lost that love and feeling. I hate when she does that. Like, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sad. I, you know, I watch that movie way too many times. We do is it's, uh, it's inverted flight. And and you're like, oh, it is over the top dude movie. Yeah. Almost borderline homoerotic, apparently, right, too. Yes. Because that scene with them playing volleyball out on the beach is dripping with testosterone. But I, I, it's like, I don't know. Something's weird about this. Like, <laughs> she's like, there's a, there's a clip. I forget what movie Quentin Tarantino does it. It's his rant about Top Gun being a, um, a euphemism for the homosexuality lifestyle. Yeah. And they talk about how, and it's a beautiful rant. It's funny. It's insightful. And I'm like, I honestly never thought of it that way. Like, she, the, the girl who's in it plays Tom Cruise's love interest, mm-hmm. has got short hair, is always wearing his pilot's jacket, very mannish, 
you know, in her her attitude because she's a, an officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have Val Kilmer, the Iceman, and, and I feel the need, the need for speed. That's you know, that's on bumper stickers now. Yeah, you know, so sequelizing it now. <laughs> well, apparently they've been working on it since 2010. They've been talking about talking it. Talking about it. Unfortunately, the tragic suicide of Tony Scott, 2012. Uh, right, because he was the director. Pretty much almost put a stop to it. But then the, in 2013, uh, apparently the uh, writer of the Jungle Book movie was going to is going to pen the script. And okay, well, Tom Cruise is always going to come back. Yes, but the guy is okay. Well, it's Anthony, uh, Anthony Daniels won't. Right, uh, Val Kilmer. Maybe <laughs> I, I well, they say there's no, there's no other than other, other than, than Tom this Cruise going, it's going to happen. Yes. Yes. Other than that, that's all we know about it. They're just making assumptions. Now it's been 30 plus years that the, maybe he's now going to be the lead instructor of the top gun series. You know, uh, well, that program. he's going to be the guy that's going to have to tell the other kids to stop flying so fast. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's been ages since I've seen that movie, and every time I see that movie, it's always like, a, uh, uh, "This is what we said. This is it's it is stereotypical '80s movie of all time, like over the top action, one liners, explosions, you know, have oil oil greased down shirtless men playing volleyball on a hot summer day, you know." <laughs> <laughs> There's danger zone, you know, <laughs> playing in the background uh, or playing with the boys. Like, really? Okay. Now as an adult, I'm like, Oh, that means so much different now. Like I'm always afraid to watch it now. I'd be like, how come I didn't see it when I was back then? Cause you had mono. <laughs> I was, I was a fever dream. <laughs> well, eighties was a kind of to me like a, a gay time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was. <laughs> It's colorful. It was bright. The women wore half shirts that barely <laughs> halter tops for men. And white sand, white shoes with no socks. Yes, Miami Vice. Yeah, <laughs> skinny ties and everything. <laughs> All right. So uh, now here's the question: Would you see Top Gun too? I kind of have to. Really? Yeah, I kind of. I kind of feel the same way. It's like I'm like it's been so long now. Like like. At, at what point was this a good idea? You know, <laughs> like I'm not going in going, all right, Top Gun 2, I'm so in. It's like, at what point is this going to go bad? Because <laughs> apparently there's going to be no CGI. They're going to do all like original stunts like they did back in the 80s. Like it's okay. all going to be kind of like, you're going to get like fast forward 30 years. What we did in the 80s, we're going to do today. You know, it's just a little bit more, you know. It's going to be a little bit more modern technology, but no computers. Right. Okay. <laughs> Like, oh boy, it's gonna be fun. All right, so what else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, Justice League Dark movie. Ooh. Apparently, we're, they're gonna do one, but it's, it has a major setback. Um, what is? Which is no one wants to do it. <laughs> well, Guillermo del Toro, thank you, uh, was going to do it. Uh, yeah, a couple of years back, and then he left. Yes. And then, of course, the Born Identity Born Identities director Doug Lyman picked up the reins to do. The film. Okay. Well, now he's left the film. Now he's no All longer right. doing two uh, 
uh, scheduling conflicts. He's working on um, some other ones. He's, of course, working on the sequel to the Edge of Tomorrow sequel, uh, Live, Lie, and Repeat. Uh, <laughs> uh, tied into Tom Cruise. Cruise right. Tom Cruise has ruined the Justice League Dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so now there. we don't know what's going to happen. If they're they're they're, they're actually now DC's now uh, looking for a new director to. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm throwing my hat in the ring, Ed. <laughs> I, I'd be like, okay, I, I want to hire the guy who does Constantine. Uh-huh. Um, I want to get uh, we'll do Swamp Thing in a uh, CGI kind of thing. Um, I'm gonna definitely put Zantana in the fishnets. I don't care who's going to argue. If it's Santana, she's in fishnets. All right. Um, with a hat. With a hat, exactly. Um, you need it. Exactly, yeah. you need it. You need, I need classic. Um, the demon, Az- Azergoth, the demon, mm-hmm. I- I'm, it's again, CGI, but I'll probably get, uh, what's his face? Um, who does all the motion capture stuff. Uh, oh, um. Damn it. Oh, Ed, you're making me go. <laughs> Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. <laughs> he was here? <laughs> Whispered in my ear. Andy Circus. <laughs> I'll get him to do the demons or at least do the voice. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm in. A plot? Well, I don't know. I'm not writing the script. I'm just directing it. Yeah. I'm just going to make a decision. It's like, okay, now action. And go. And cut. Cut. Print perfect. <laughs> Call me one take, Sean. <laughs> one take. I don't care. You flood the line. Move it on. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I brought this cutout of Swamp Thing so you can interact with it. Look, there's the eye line. Uh, Swamp Thing. Uh, and go. <laughs> Sean's holding it up as you're acting around him. Right. Go see me eye out. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking wearing green. <laughs> I would pay to see you in one of those green ones. <laughs> I just run around like, I'm something. <laughs> green. Where's Ivy? <laughs> I'm throwing my hat in the ring. That's it. Right. Right. Justice League Dark brought to you by Geeksters. <laughs> Well, I have some more DC tragic news. Right. Uh, Zack Snyder (coughs) is stepping away from Justice League from family tragedy. Um, Fortunately, his uh, uh, daughter, Autumn uh, Snyder, uh, passed away. She committed suicide on March 20th at age 20. Right. And uh, they kept it quiet for a few weeks. And uh, him and his wife, Deborah, are both stepping away from their DC uh, duties, basically, to... Well, to it helps heal themselves, right. I guess, basically to to say what it is. But uh, so uh, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Tony Emmerich uh, added uh, a comment that says, "Oh well, of course the the kind of good news maybe to this is, is the fact is that Josh Whedon is now going to take over the project, right? And of course, we know how, how well he's been doing with the superhero movies. Well, we talked about it last week that you know they're doing reshoots for Justice League." Now, even mm-hmm. though the movie's coming out, movie technically was done like months ago. Yes, uh, makes you kind of wonder if they showed Joss again. We we we, uh, we talked about Kevin having this wild, outrageous thing that Joss Wheaton saw the film and went, "No, no, I know how to fix this." Mm-hmm. But maybe there is more truth to that than than originally surmised because it was like 
Well, if Zack Snyder, if this happened and they showed Joss, like they might have brought him in prior or or just before. Right. Like, and now he's like, okay, well, I need to fix or or change the Justice League a little bit to suit the bigger picture of of the Justice League stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's sad, you know, obviously your hearts go out to the family, but, you know, it's like, ugh. Like, if you're going to step away, like, no one wants to see someone have to step away from a movie. Like, yeah, Zach's kind of gotten mixed reviews as far as some fans are going. Right. But, I mean, I saw, like, people actually being, like, like, overjoyed that he was stepping away. Yeah. And I I was like... Based on the this tragedy, his, I wouldn't. I would not yeah, say like, anything horrible. Yeah, it's like the guy lost his daughter. Don't be like, oh, thank God, now it's in good hands. Like you go, look, it sucks. It's a shame. I, I, you know, our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Yes, you know. Now, as a, a group of fans and as nerds and as geeks, you you kind of be supportive and be understanding mm-hmm. rather than standing. Humans. Yeah, as yeah. humans, you know, just right. stand up and go. That sucks. You know, and then let's and then now let's try to find a way to move forward through that. Right. So uh, Warner Brothers to- President Toby Emmerich uh, added uh, about Whedon's involvement. The directing is minimal, and it's a it's here to adhere to the style and the tone of the template that set has Zach has already set. And we're introducing any new characters. It's the same characters in the same new scenes. He's handling the handling the baton to Josh to, of course. Uh, that he really wants to set Zach, you know, basically saying that this is really Zach's project. Like, it's right. not going to be like, you know, Josh is going to come and go, and this is horrible. Like, we're right. going to, he's, you know, he's, he sees what needs to be fixed, and he's going to take over yeah, for Yeah, it us. seems like Zach was like, okay, we need to do some reshoots. Here we're going to go. Tragedy. He steps out. Josh is like, okay, well, what can I do to help you finish it out? Exactly. This is what my plan was. Okay, I will help execute. Like, how... Steven Spielberg finished AI mm-hmm. for um, Stanley Kubrick. Now, Stanley Kubrick passed away before he could finish AI. Right. But Spielberg stepped in to finish the vision that Kubrick had. Yes. So, which is why, like, it's not, a, it doesn't feel like a Spielberg movie. It feels like a Kubrick movie. Yes. You know, so maybe that, that there'll be, uh, like, that same kind of vibe. Yes. All right, Let's well, hope so. What else you got there in the news? I think this is. Try big- to lighten it up here. This is, I think, this is a big mistake. Uh, but you know, like everybody's now buying online. They're 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 going hey, out. Yep. Yeah, buying online, buying stuff. You can buy things cheaply. You can almost not pay for shipping if you do it right. And some states you don't have to pay taxes, and some states you do. Blah blah whatever. Well, apparently Amazon is now going from the online, which they're still going to do, but they're going to back actually come back and be book uh, brick and mortar stores as well. Really? Yes. I don't know. Um... You know what? Oh, hold on. I You know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me, I forget what store it was. I think Sears did it too. You go in, you look at their catalog, and you go, I want this. You pop, you buy it, and it gets shipped from wherever they get shipped into your house. Uh, go ahead. No, no. No, go ahead. Finish, finish what you're saying. No, no, that's I'm what, sorry. I, I, I kind of, I see why they're doing it. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Well, the only thing is, is that it's that's not the case. Actually, it's oh, going really? to be a full store. It's going to be a huge store, <laughs> like a, like a Costco of, of Amazon. Pretty much. But the thing is, is that they 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 haven't they have twenty years of what they call. Um, I had it here a second ago. It was called. Uh, 
Amazon charts. What an Amazon chart is, it looks at what customers' data is, what the browsing, buying, reading, and renting uh, behaviors of, of, their, oh, okay. of their customers. Right. So that's what they're going to kind of fill their stores with. They're going to not have everything in the store, but what the most popular items are based off of these charts that they have. They've been collecting all this data for, for 20 years, 20 plus years that they've been you know, devising and building on it and, and, okay, and making so, it smarter. But, all right. So, so it sounds like, if I'm understanding that correctly, is they have this is our most popular sellers. This is what people shop for when they shop from Amazon. Right. So we're going to fill brick and mortar stores with those products. Mm-hmm. And then people won't have to buy online. They'll buy there. They go to the store. Yes. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going to I'm kind of on Amazon's side here a little bit. Okay. Only because there are places in and around the country that have shitty internet capabilities. Yes. Okay. So a lot of those places don't have access to the internet. Mm -hmm. So if you have an Amazon store in that area where a person who doesn't have an internet connection can go to that store and buy their top, let's say a hundred things, Mm -hmm. it's maybe it might be a little easier for them. You know, now that you say that, it makes sense. And But the thing is, to me, it was just like the fact is, is that the the whole idea of what their design was, the fact is that they eliminated so many problems, basically, right. in terms of um, uh, uh, of uh, reselling is basically what it is. Because, in fact, they're a man, not a manufacturing company. They're resellers. Right. So for them, it was like so much easier just to build this website, make this huge conglomerate website. You could search for pretty much anything on there right. within legal reason. And find something that you would want and then have it sent to your place. Now, based off of the price, you could get it for free shipping. And then, like I said, right. certain states, you could have free taxes. Some now you're going to have to pay tax, but that's a whole other thing we won't get into. But the the idea of it is is that, to me, like building a brick-and-mortar store, now you have to pay property taxes. You have to pay employ- more employments for those kind of things. I mean, you, you're gonna, I mean, you have those kind of employees already kind of set up right. in your in your warehouses – but now you're going to have to have customer interaction uh, uh, employees versus warehouse employees that you know can just curse all day long and just shuffle things around and right. put it in a box and then ship it out to your your location. It depends. See, like I, I see, I kind of part of me. I kind of like the idea of. I guess we'll have to wait to see what the stores look like because I, I still, in my head, they because of how automated Amazon is at the point at this point in time. Who's to say you can't walk up to a booth, thumb through a, like, you know, like when you go to Wawa, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you, can you go boop, boop, boop. Someone goes, oh, order number 722 for today is Logan on Blu-ray. Let's walk back, pull it, walk forward. Here's your movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like a store where it's clean up on aisle seven because someone knocked over the jungle juice. You know, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of some sort of kid juice. I had <laughs> anyway, look, look, someone knocked over a case of hugs. Is that better? Go. Is that better? <laughs> Where I come from, jungle juice is an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Right. Okay. I, same here. That's, that's why I was like, oh, quick, something I drink. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, no, I mean, to me, though, I mean, I'm old school. I like going to a store finding the product on the shelf, purchasing right. it, and having it in my hand right then and there because the impulse of me having it, me going online and looking at it and going, that's awesome, and I click to buy it, 
and then I got to wait three, four days for this I, thing I'm to come. Right. And it's just kind of annoying because I'm like, I want it now. Like, I, I, right. you know, I, I, can, I have the ability to drive to a, you know, a store or get to a store and be able to walk in. And I know everybody can't do that. And that's you right. Know, so, so those areas, I can understand why you would have this. But like, there's major metropolitans. Like, New York is actually one well, of, of course the, it's going to be like a flagship store in a way, even though they're based in Seattle. Um, but it's it's going to be a, a, a huge store. As... It's going to be a giant warehouse. I don't. I just here's here's I would say like more of an issue mm-hmm. is the fact that Amazon technically probably most likely put a lot of businesses out of business. Yes, because of those policies of being the ease of use. They took all the small bookstores out of out of. Uh... Exactly. 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 So now all of a sudden, hey, coming in the store, you're coming into your town next month, Amazon, the store. You're like, motherfuckers. It's like, it's going to be, it has the potential. I used to work in Marlton Books, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Now you've now become part of the problem. You were, you killed a market of mom and pop shops because of the ease of use of buying online. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people saying, well, that's the, that's the downfall of, the of how society works now going into a store to buy something is so ancient now when you can just order it online mm-hmm. so a lot of those stores close now amazon is like well we got all this land now since we wiped out everybody let's build <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like we crushed our competition now we can actually build brick and mortar stores let's so th- salt onto the moon right and build a store right it's like well, wait a second you you, you tout at the line of, hey, a couple of clicks and it's yours. You just got to wait like a shipping and handling. Now it's, oh, you guys are tired of the online buying? Here's something new. A store. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Amazon's so smart. They're taking their, 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 their stuff and they're putting it into places. Who would have thought of that? Everybody <laughs> that they wiped out. It's like the empire of fucking of retail. <laughs> it's like, wipe them out. All of them. And now there's no one left. It's like, now let's build. Like, it's... it's I mean, now, granted, all those people got fired or had to close that can probably apply for jobs. Like, hi, welcome to Amazon. Can I take your order? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to get a, a Logan Blu-ray, um, a PS4, and a 47-inch 4K TV. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, I'll be right here. You see, you see. Hey, Chuck, give me that 47-inch flat screen. We got on sale. <laughs> and then here he comes. Boop, boop, boop. You know, back up. You know, he comes driving forward. Oh, it's the like the old. I know. I know this is gonna be ancient. The yeah. old Burger King, where they had the microphones by the register. Remember oh, that? Yeah. Get a Whopper cheese. <laughs> I want two cheeseburgers with bacon on. Hold the onions. Two large fries. <laughs> and a diet coke. Welcome to my Forty hundred TV. <laughs> DVD player, Samsung. <laughs> what was that last one? DVD player, Samsung. <laughs> 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 There'd be a lot of ding, 
ding, ding, ding, ding. Trying to call the attendant over to the thing. Yes. Little bell. Ding. Hi, welcome to Amazon. Can I take your order? Uh, yeah, can I get a um, the Born Identity trilogy on Blu-ray? Sure. That, that wasn't even words. <laughs> even you were the freaking because you couldn't understand a word they said. You're like, I hope they get my order right. <laughs> it comes out perfect. You're like, how the fuck did they do that? It sounded like. <laughs> and, and then you, hear the guy, you hear the guy in the back. He's like, conversation two cooks. that's how they got it. I mean, good on them. Congratulations, Amazon. You successfully crushed your competition, and now you can build upon their ashes. Like, uh, all right, so what else you got there in the news? Hellboy uh, 3. Hellboy 3, right? Well, according to Ron Perlman, what would it have been about? What about the two and a half hours long? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something. They'll be surly. There'll be some great animation and... Well, as as according to Ron Perlman at a at a convention recently, the third one was meant to be epic and conclusive and resolve all the all these almost Greek oracle promises and destinies of Hellboy. They would have made a really good movie, I think. Is basically what he says, and he says the character's name, the true name of Angang Unrama. Wow! All right, that's I did. I think I did a great job on that one. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> and is and is harbinger of the apocalypse. Um, considering that the character was raised Catholic, he has a bit of a problem with the idea of bringing about the end of the world, leading to the internal conflict between his internal nature and his demon form from another dimension, and being raised among humans. And he was there to to thing. And then, of course, basically, Hellboy has to come in and right save the day. Save the day so. That's what the movie would have been about if we. I would have saw it. A, it was Hellboy. Yeah, Ron well, Perlman, Hellboy. I was in. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to wait to see a trailer for the new one. You know? All right, give us one more, Ed. One more. All yep. right, this one's a good one. Star Wars. All right. Episode four, A New Hope. Uh huh. You remember the mistake that was made in the movie? Uh, Chewie not getting a medal. Not that one. Okay, the mistake of the stormtrooper hitting his head as he's walking through the door. That's the one. Oh. All right, well. Recently, of course, it's the 40th anniversary, and a lot of talks of the, now they're overanalyzing every freaking scene in the movie, and they've been doing this for, for, generations, for generations. But now people are now opening up about it. The character... Opening up about it? All right. And they finally asked the actor who played the Stormtrooper. His name was... Excuse me. Laurie Good. Laurie Good. Yes. British actor. Okay. And he was the, he was the Stormtrooper that hit his head okay. on, on the thing. Well, apparently, uh, on the day of filming, he developed an upset stomach. And by mid-morning, he had paid three or four visits to the loo. Okay, or bathroom. bathroom. Right. And he was, uh, you know, he was having, he was had to redress himself every time. It's not like, you know, he pretty much pulled his pants down it's, and it's not like dropped the deuce. And then, you know, and then he could go on. So he had to take all his armor off, put it back on. My helmet smelled like vomit because I went out drinking too much <laughs> the night before. And it was about the fourth take. And he was going through and he missed the he had a duck basically because okay, he's tall so the thing so he heard you heard the bang uh, and yeah. of course the scene continued on and nobody yelled cut right so he, probably no one saw it so he thought nobody saw it right. so it would have been fine of course though 
Everybody mm. saw it. Everybody commented on it through the years. And even when he went back to redo it, he actually added the sound effect of him hitting his head. Dead, right. Yeah. So, but they, basically that's why is because he was on the shitter the day before. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't feeling well and he wasn't paying attention and he hit his head on the door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, all right. I mean, at this point now, like that's, he's like, you know what? I've, I've acted for 40 years and, and the one question I always get is, dude, how come you hit your head? Like, could you just be that guy? Like, well, every day you got to wake up and know. I mean, well, first, no one knows. You have to announce it. Well, the, because let me think about it. Now, now that we get up, because nobody knows who you are. Right, like, say, like, you're dressed up as a stormtrooper, Ed. Right. It's the day of shooting. You walk in, you hit your head. You're now, uh, now is a world famous goof, gaff, blooper of all time. Right. Now you got to go. I'm the guy who did it. Yes. How do we know, dude? You're you're behind a mask. I know. Trust me, I did it. Well, I, this is this is what happened that day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, sure. If you want to get ahead, like <laughs> <laughs> if you want to admit to it, fine. All right. Well, that's you know it's, it's it's interesting that you brought that up is because I've actually seen a lot of interviews lately of actors who talk about things and they go, you know what? I've been in so many movies and they constantly want to talk about this particular one over and over again. Right. You know, and like, like people who were in star Wars, that's all they want to hear about. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. I've been in other things, you know, like, you know, I think Harrison Ford was one of the prominent ones that would say, you know, like, right. I was, Dude, I was like working for Chewbacca. Uh, you know, I was in regarding Henry. I was in uh, all these other good movies. <laughs> the witness. <laughs> I was, uh, in I was in Indiana Jones. Uh, da, 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 Forty-two. Da, da. You know, like, uh, you know but, they, they, but some some actors are, are always thrilled to talk about that role that, that made them. So and some not so much. But it was just it, I have to I have to pull some names for you. But uh, it, it it like if you ever watch, go to YouTube basically and watch interviews of actors doing press junkets. Right. Because, like, a lot of times when you see them on television, they just pull the best ones, basically, right. and give you that one, you know, that they talk about. Because it gives you the idea of the movie, <coughs> the questions that these these uh, uh, interviewers are, you know, asking the questions about the movie that they're talking about. So it's always good to watch those. But watch the full press junkets. Like, watch these ones. Right. And you, you will hear. There's been actually times where, where actually actors have thrown people out. Right. Asking, asking inappropriate questions or... Yeah. Questions they just don't want to answer, or they're just being a dick. I mean, we're like, uh, I, I think it was Bruce Wells for Red Two, mm-hmm. Reds Two, where he was just so tired of of answering the same questions over and over again. And he was just just a dick to the people. Yeah, like it's like, uh, I mean, it's got to be like, it, it's one of those things. Like, if you were when you be, want to become an actor, mm-hmm. you want to attain a certain level of fame. Mm-hmm. The more famous you are, the more roles come your way. The more roles come your way, the more you get paid. Right. It's kind of a, a give and take, though. When you get become an actor, you want to be known for iconic roles, and when you get them, don't be surprised if that's all you're asked for. Like, I, I'm sure Sean Connery to this day, if he walks in the street, someone would ask him a James Bond question. You know, <laughs> and did he punch him in the face? Exactly. <laughs> or I'm sure like Harrison Ford will always get hit. Like, oh, come on, dude, tell me about it. Did you really shoot first? Or like, there's got to be that. You know. Mark Hamill is either going to be strapped with questions of Skywalker or Joker. Yeah. He's never going to be asked about the trickster for Flash. 
He's never going to be asked about Hobgoblin for Spider-Man, the cartoon. Like, you know, there's never going to be... Corvette Summer. Corvette Summer, exactly. <laughs> he was in a, he was in a war, Vietnam War movie that uh, nobody really knows about. That, and, you know, like I think there's a lot of roles that he was in. There was a sushi movie that he did about 10 years ago right? that nobody knows about. That I'm, apparently, every time I mention it, they're like, what? I'm like, I saw an interview where he uh-huh. was talking about it on G4. And, you know, it was like a... Of course, they, they. I don't think they asked them any Star Wars questions, probably because they were like, "Look, just talk don't, about the movie. Don't talk about Star Wars." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, there, there, there's, there's other roles that these actors play, and it's, it's always great. But I, like I said, if just look these up because some of these are fascinating. You're just, it just, it just mind blowing <laughs> because you really get to know who this person is, other than your favorite character in a movie. Like it just, it really like. Sets a backdrop. You go. You might not like the actor anymore. Well, like the, or you might like him more. Who knows? The late great Leonard Nimoy um, got so tired of Spock stuff that he actually wrote a book. I am not Spock, talking about like this is who I am as a person. I am not this guy. Yeah. And then over the course of time, he kind of flipped around and wrote a sequel to that called I Am Spock because he finally came to the realization that despite all the stuff I've done. I'm always going to be remembered for this one role, and that's kind of what you want. Um, that 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 immortality of that character, mm-hmm. like you created a character that's going to last the test of time. You should embrace that mm-hmm. and, and, and accept it. Now, granted, you're going to get those assholes like, "Hey, we got you ready," you know, like, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to deal with this shit again." Like <laughs> in episode 27 in the third act. Uh, you used your left hand, and then they went to commercial, and you're back, and you had your hand on the right. Why did you switch hands? Like, oh, dude, it was a fucking roll. It was the 60s, and we didn't know. We didn't, we're short on time. I, I, I scratched my ass. I put the wrong hand on the shoulder. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's not make a big deal out of it. <laughs> or you can go, well, you know, what you didn't see during that shot was the fact that I had to... Vulcan meld mine to the, the character in front of me, and I needed to use my right hand for that, leaving me only use of my left hand to put on place of the shoulder that and just be like, fuck with him. Literally, my shami took a completely different than that. I would just make up stories every time. Just make up stories. And then change the story. Yeah. And like then, if you, if you, hey, dude, did you really shoot first? Yes. Hey, dude, did you really shoot first? No. no. <laughs> like, I had to, Harrison Ford, I told him I'd be doing it all the time. Dude, you know that iconic shot? Who you? Do you still have your script? Yes. Did you, did you shoot first? No. no. Yeah, just, and then, well, technically, we did do shoot twice, you know, once for close-ups and stuff. And, but ultimately, uh, he did shoot first. Oh, Harrison Ford said it himself. Can you imagine if you asked Harrison Ford if he shot first and he told you, of all people, No. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'd be like, liar! <laughs> Your it's not it true! Play. It's impossible! Yeah. No! Search your feelings. You know it to be true. I did shoot first. <laughs> I'm jumping off this thing. You know, like as much as that matters to you, <coughs> if he looked you dead in your face and told you he didn't shoot I'd be first. crushed. <laughs> See? I would be crushed. <laughs> I'd be thrilled. <laughs> that I was crushed? Yes. No. But <laughs> if he told me that he didn't chew first, I would be blogging about <coughs> it. 
I would have because I'd be like, I'm like, do we get video footage of this? Like, Can you say just, that again, microphone, please. Yeah, and then, like, make sure I had like the on tape or whatever, and just post it on the internet and go. You know what, nerd boys? I disagree with Harrison Ford, but this is what he told me. And then, boom, and then I made a whole sensation about it. And then my name's now going to be synonymous with Harrison Ford and shooting first. You know, and it's like, right, not bad. Look, I would say next to Satan, you'd probably be the most despised person on the planet. <laughs> I would think they'd be like, hey, you ruined it for everybody. Half the time, I think I am despised. <laughs> I think Satan's second. <laughs> All right, folks. We see we wrap this up and call it a night. A night. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Geeksters here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet and Radio on those apps. Hey, don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget to get catch the replay in our podcast form. Just go to WordsWithGeeks.com or iTunes. Or you can go to the About section on both our Facebook page and our website, wordswithgeeks.com, to find out other places you can download and stream the show. And if you want to contact Ed on anything, whatever you're thinking at the time, just contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N. That's it. See you next week, folks. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, apparently we're going to play a game. Yes. I get to pick... The bonus article. Yes. There's two bonus articles. One he can pick. They're both short, so we can actually do both. But I figured, well, let's let's play a game. Okay, let's play a game. A sausage Party director gets another film. Okay. Or a reboot of a, of a movie from an old TV show. Okay. Okay. I see we do both because the, the Sausage Party ones will be real quick. So let's get that one out of the way. Okay. Uh, apparently... They're making a Jetsons movie, an animated movie. Oh, you know, I just saw that on my Facebook page. Like something, I, I didn't read it, but I'm like, yes. okay. So, so the director of Sausage Party is going to direct the Jetsons movie, animated movie. Okay, all right. Um, so it's going to be animated. Yes. You know, what? they've been working on a live action one, but they. I, I gotta be honest. That, I want to see a live action one. I think they could do it. I mean, obviously they could do it. I mean, they. I mean, yeah, they can. But I mean, it's really weird. It's actually probably one of the only. I mean, okay, they did it with the Flintstones, and it, it kind of worked. Kind of. I use that word. Kind of. Um, but I, I kind of want to see the live action. I mean, I'm probably on the on the, the low end of that scale, but I kind of want to see a live action Jetson movie. I would I would really like to see how they would, how, like, each character would be, and, like, who yeah. would they get to play those characters? That would be interesting, you know? Yeah. You know what? I always saw, if this was done in the 70s, a live action Jetson show mm-hmm. I always saw Dick Van Dyke as George Jetson I could see that now that you say it yes you know like he always had that that I, I wouldn't be surprised if like Mary Tyler Moore and, and Dick Van Dyke were like the prototype for George and, uh, and, and Jane, Jane Jetson you know you just got that feeling. I don't know. Like, like I definitely see Dick Van Dyke as as George Jetson. I, I you know, that's probably yeah. Probably that's what they based off those characters from. <laughs> Makes I mean, sense. Like, I look at me every once in a while. I have a moment of clarity, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but who would I have to see who they cast today? <sighs> that's tough. I don't know. I don't know where I would go with like a Jetsons live action Jetson. Who would you get for who? <sighs> You know, you would you probably get some kind of singer for Judy Jets and the daughter, uh, you know, right. kind of thing. I, I kind of see that because she always wanted to be you a would, singer. You want to make sure they have the oop, eep, oop, <laughs> op, op, 
<laughs> it's not even that close, is it? Yes, it is close. It's close. <laughs> oop, eep. Ooh, up, up, bing, bang, a wada, wada, bing, bang. Oop, eep, ooh, ah, ah, bing, bang, wada, wada, bing, bang. Damn. <laughs> like, see, now you gotta be like, <laughs> oop. Eep. Eep, op, work, ah, ah, means I love you is the song, I think. <laughs> For some reason, though, my computer, they, they keep one antivirus ones that keep coming up. I don't know. Jetson song. Let's go with Jetson song. What? The oop, eep, oop, up, up. Here. here it is. It's right here. Did you find it? I found it. It's Jet Screamer. <laughs> a new song by Judy Jetson. A new song by. Hence the solo part, you moron. Oh no. oh no! No 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 no! No no no! no. I, 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 I this clip? Uh, nineteen sixty-two. Yeah. So it might have been Dick Van Dyke and, and, and Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. No one cares. It's a, it's short. It's there. You go. <laughs> Your head. Oh. Drive me crazy all night until I looked it up. Um, so yeah, okay. Um, sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think the Jetsons is, is prime for a, a reboot, I guess, because haven't heard much from it lately. Yeah. You know, we got now with the new technology, excuse me, with computers and stuff like that, computer animation. I think it could be pretty good. Or it could go really bad. I, either way, because it could be a CGI Astro. Obviously, they're not going to have like a, oh, yeah. like a kind of like a Scooby Doo kind of. Uh, well, he probably look. He probably be animated like Scooby Doo. Yeah. Roar, roar. Depends on what the budget they get. Roar, roar, roar. <laughs> it was the same guy who did Scooby Doo. <laughs> like it's the same voice. Yes. Instead of roar, roar, Reggie, it's roar, roar, Rorge. <laughs> <laughs> you just realize that? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking. You just realized it. I knew that for ages, Ed. Ages. That was no secret. I'm watching because I remember from the, the there was like the the All Star Olympics, uh-huh. the Anna Barbera All Star Olympics, and Scooby and, and Astro on the same team. Uh huh. Save time. Yes. <laughs> okay, I want you to read this as Scooby Doo. Rut row. All right, now read it as as uh, Astro. Rut row. Perfect. <laughs> Cut. Print. Perfect. 
right, so good for him. Thanks. All right, so what's the other article? What's the reboot? Well, it's based off an old 70s TV show that oh. you probably enjoyed most of all. Okay, that I enjoyed most of all? Yes, in the 70s. In the 70s. Hey, okay, well, they already did Charlie's Angels. Is that, that Charlie's Angels? Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> They're rebooting Charlie's Angels. Can you <coughs> believe it? June 7th, 2019, we're going to have another rebooted Charlie's Angels movie. Okay, um, any casting? Any... No, nah, all they says that they just nabbed uh, Doug Mar- Morrow and Carlo Bernard. They were writers, producers of the Netflix series uh, Narcos, and they're going to rewrite the film according to uh, Tracking Board is the is the site that uh, this information is coming uh, okay, from. Okay, well, the Narcos is a, is a heavy drama about narcotics. I mean, I... I, are they taking this Charlie's Angels in a serious manner, or does not say? Does not say. <sighs> All they say that that they're, they've you know they've been talking about rebooting it and that. Uh, well, I mean, okay, they did the movies with mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and uh, uh, oh my god, Cameron oh, Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Whew, I can't believe I forgot her name. Um, pretty successful. The first one was. Second yeah. one, not so much. Then they tried doing a TV show, not with those three, but with three completely new girls. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. I remember watching it going, oh, my God, this is crap. It, it came, like, you could have watched it, went to bed, and you woke up the next day, it was canceled. <laughs> it, was, it was gone so fast. Um, I guess, sure. I mean. <laughs> They're making a Top Gun too. Why not? Sure. Why not? I why guess. not? I mean, there's it's it's uh, and they're doing it as a movie, not as a TV show. Movie, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because they want okay, movie worked. Let's make it a TV show. TV show didn't work. Didn't work at all. It didn't work. Let's just <laughs> let's not even mention that jet show. And then let's make it a movie again because maybe people can only take two hours at a at a time. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well. I... <laughs> I'm Charlie. And I got three women. I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know how well Charlie's Angels would fly in today's world. Like having a faceless man be their boss, you know, and that they're basically hired because they're beautiful women. Like, <laughs> like that's a pimp and a hoe. I mean, they're a private detective agency led by. Uh, we call it Charlie. Yes. Hence the name Charlie's Angels. And they never see his face. Yeah. They have Bosley. Right. Who they get their orders from. Uh-huh. And they go and solve crimes. <laughs> you know what? Why, why, why wouldn't it work in today's world? I think PC police. I think the social justice warriors would get in the way of well, why do they have to answer to a man? Why can't it be all women? Or why does Charlie have to be a, a man? It could be a woman. Why not flip genders? Why not make Charlie the woman and Bosley the woman and make the angels the boys? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost my ticket. I'm just saying. Like, or they'll, they'll mix it up in some because, way. See Chris Helmsworth in a Speedo. Because <laughs> you know they're going to get beautiful people. Chris Helmsworth, Chris Evans, and Chris Pratt. <laughs> And then they'll have, uh, what do you call it? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, 
uh, Chris uh, uh, Kirk and Chris Pratt. <laughs> they give me all the Chris's. <laughs> Chris Pine. He did that skit on SNL, like how to, to distinguish between all the Chris's. <laughs> like, just have them all in a movie. Then them all be the beautiful people. They can do Charlie's Angels. Here you go. Chris's angels. <laughs> Chris's angels. Or just call it Chris Angel. Mind freak. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. I mean, I guess we'll have to. I just. I mean. I mean, it's, well, it's being written. If it's being taken in a serious manner and not a jokeful. I mean, it could probably work. You don't know. I mean, it could be. A, it could be a comedy. They might be, you know, sticking their hands in comedy and they want to. It could be sometimes that some, like, look, I don't want to pigeonhole two writers that wrote a really great dramatic series that not being able to write a comedic movie. I mean, um, give them a shot. Like, what the hell? Yeah, can't hurt, right? Right. Can't be any worse than it was. That's true. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but. It- <laughs> it was, what it could be. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I need to see a trailer. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters. If you want to catch our show live, you can on Sunday night starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Center Time on AquanetRadio.com. Excuse me. iTunes, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. There's such Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget if you want to contact Ed on uh, don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. That's S H A W N. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. Yeah, it could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.